baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Chris and Amy show on KMOX. Amy is out, but Brad Young is in. I'm Chris Ranji. Uh, it's time to go to the Quiver River Electric guest line this morning. We're going to talk a little off-season baseball and more with Mike Claiborne, part of the broadcast here on KMOX with uh, John Rooney and Rick Horton. What's going on, Claibs? Happy day after Thanksgiving. Happy Black Friday to you. And same to you and Brad. Um, hopefully, you guys had a good day yesterday. It was great. Are you um, are you out and about trying to catch deals? No, I don't do that. No, I uh, I did all my shopping online. You're a big. Uh, I, I'm not a big. I'm not a crowd person when it comes to that. I know some people think it's a tradition and they have to be in the action. I'd be. I would be much more comfortable just sitting on my couch. Are you happy to pay full price? Um, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, they, they say there's a deal somewhere to be found. Uh, I, I was never taught to to buy because it's a holiday. You know, you buy it because you want it, and, you know, you go from there. I mean, you don't circle a day on the calendar to go, to go get, a, get a gift for somebody. If you want to give them, a, give them one, give them one, but don't, don't wait till a certain day. I always circle a day to buy a gift for somebody. It's whatever day their birthday is because I always wait until then. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. I mean, but I mean, the whole other thing where, you know, people get caught up in uh, that's probably I'm probably not going to be sitting at that table. Mike Claiborne, it is a uh, baseball off season. It has been for the Cardinals. couple of signings this week. They pick up Kyle Gibson. They bring back Lance Lynn. Tell us what you think. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Well, I think it's a safe move. I mean, you know, this team needed a little bit more experience. Maybe a little. I, I've always thought Lance Lynn was kind of like the rusty nail you need to have in your clubhouse. Uh, been there, done a done a lot in his career. Um, is, is he the is he the savior? No. Is Kyle Gibson the savior? No. But they can certainly add to what you're looking for. I mean, those these guys they make starts every week. Uh, they'll give you what they have. And I think they'll give them a different look. So it really puts the team in a position where, okay, they've addressed a couple of issues for, you know, good money, not great money. So they now are in a position to really go for it on a, on a legitimate upgrade as far as starters are concerned. And you can still do that via the free agent route, or you can go out and make a trade, or maybe go across the pond and bring over a, there's a couple of good pitchers in Japan that certainly are going to garner a lot of attention. So, you you have multiple options here on how you can improve your ball club, but I will say this, and I've said it to you before, 
you ought to start thinking about your bullpen too because your bullpen wasn't very good last year uh, for a lot of different reasons. But you have to make sure you shore that up and you need some experience out there. So there's still some work to be done. And as Mo said earlier in the week, uh, you know, we're not done. So let's just sit back and be patient and see where it goes. Mike, from your perspective, and I'm not I'm not asking you about specific people. There's a lot of names being thrown around, so I'm not looking at that. But but in terms of an off season, a successful off season, what would you like to see? In other words, at the at the end of the day, what will it take for Mike Claiborne to say, you know what, we did good on this off season? Um, you have to get a, another front line pitcher, and you need three arms in the bullpen. Uh, now whether they come from internal. I don't know, um, because you need competition. I think you have to go into spring training actually competing for jobs as far as pitching is concerned. So I would say you need at least three, if not four more pitchers, one being a starter and the others being out of the bullpen. So if, that, you do that, yeah. if you do that, I think you can go into spring training feeling like you're moving in a positive direction. Now, that doesn't mean you won't show up some other positions on your team, but that's going to be secondary. Do you, when you look at the offense going into next year, do you, should we just assume that it's probably going to be about what it was last season? And, and the reason I ask that question is you still do have a young player in Jordan Walker. They expect to, yeah. you know, take a leap forward. But you've also got two players who are the heart of your order in Arenado and Goldschmidt, who they're getting older. You know, so then they were productive last year, but there's going to be a point where that starts to decline. Should we just expect the offense is going to be about what it was last season? Uh, yeah, I think it be, it has the potential to be better because I don't think what we saw as far as your regular eight, I don't think you'll see that regular eight this this upcoming season, uh, especially if you're going to have to use a player or two in order to get better pitching. So I think you have a nucleus of Arenado and Goldschmidt and Walker and and Mason Wynn, you know, but then you start to look at the second tier of players, whether it's Donovan, Edmund, um, Burleson, you know, you have some guys that are going to attract some interest. So you're not going to have in Tyler O'Neill. I mean, you know, although I don't know if he'll be part of this for next year, you know, it didn't go well for him last year, but I think overall you're going to probably see, of the starting eight, probably five to six guys we had from last year, and I think you'll see some other new faces. We're, of course, talking to Mike Claiborne. And, Mike, thanks for joining us this morning uh, here on the Chris and Amy Show. But talking about the catching position, we know, obviously, Wilson Contreras is going to be back in that position. But there's been some uncertainty now about his backup uh, and we saw in the past year that that Wilson needed some backup, particularly when he was changing to a designated hitter position or for whatever reason wasn't in the game. Uh, how are the Cardinals going to be covering the backup Cardinal position, uh, at least, for, I'm sorry, the backup catcher position? Well, one of the top prospects is Yvonne Herrera. Uh, we saw him briefly last year, and he, he was really he was really better than what we saw in the previous year. So I think you'll see him get maybe 40 games. And I think what you'll see, and maybe even more than that, because I think you can play them both. You can DH Wilson Contreras against certain people and maybe have Herrera face left-handers. And he'll get plenty of playing time. So, you know, because one of the things you have to remember, Wilson Contreras is not a 150-game catcher. You know, he's probably somewhere between 110 and maybe 120. So that means there's going to be some ample playing time for Yvonne Herrera 
Um, and, and you know, like I said, we, what we saw from him last year was a significant improvement from the previous season. So I'm looking forward to watching him get more playing time. Talking with Klaibs, and uh, I, I'm curious about Daniel Descalso coming back to the organization. He is now on Great the bench. Move. Yeah, he's Great on the bench move. as a coach. What? Yeah, well, yeah. obviously you like it. Love it. Uh, a very versatile player when he was here. He, he wanted to get back into coaching. Uh, very observant. I mean, he, you know, he did a lot of things right. He, you know, he was kind of a precursor to Tommy Edmonds. I mean, he, he's a ball player. I mean, he understands the game, a very bright guy, and I think he'll be a, a real asset to the team. And also a guy who who had a, a rusty nail approach. I mean, he was a tough player, and I think he's going to help this ball club a lot, and I'm looking forward to seeing him. What about Yadier Molina uh, being a part of the Good staff or, or eventually a, a manager? I know that uh, according to his brother and uh, talking to Polo Asensio about it, he wants to be a manager someday. Well, I wish him the best. I mean, maybe maybe he will turn out to be a manager at some point. Uh, what they do with him this upcoming season, I have no idea. Uh, you know, we've heard different things about him being part of the coaching staff. And, you know, I, I think one of the things you have to take into account, coaching today in Major League Baseball is not a nine-to-five job. I mean, you see coaches showing up at the ballpark at noon for a 7 o'clock game, uh, and they're there after the game. So it, it takes a lot of time. And it takes its toll on people. So I think before we start signing people up, they need to understand that this is a different role than it was as a player. And if he's able to do that and find some middle ground where maybe he's around part of the time and and sticks his head in the door to make sure things are moving in the right direction, that way he can learn that element of what managing is all about. Now, he's managed uh, in Puerto Rico and in some other countries in the offseason, so it's not like he doesn't know how to do it. I think at this level, I think the big challenge, I think for any young new manager is dealing with the media because now you're so accessible. I mean, you talk to the media like four times a day and, you know, it can be a little bit of a challenge, especially if things aren't going well. And that's one of the great things about Oliver Marmo. He was very good at that. And, you know, I've seen guys who have short, had short life lifespans as a manager because they didn't understand how to deal with the media. And I'm not saying that's right, you know, because I, I think that it's a challenge for the media to deal with managers. But I think overall, there's got to be the middle ground between the two. And if you can really have success with that, it's easier to do your job. And it has to be part of the job now because people. Oh, yeah, there's no doubt. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there are a lot of casual sports fans, but then again, there are a lot who aren't, who want every bit of information they can get about the team they follow, which means, and it requires people to ask questions of the manager. Why did you do this? Why didn't you do that? And I think it's really important that you have to be able to handle that because it's it's multiple times a day. You know, you're you're answering questions prior to the game, and then you have to do it after the game, and you better be good at it. Yeah, you better have an idea. And in this day of analytics and, and its impact, you know, the numbers don't lie in a lot of cases. And, you know, you have some managers who live and die by the numbers. Then you have other managers who watch the game and apply the analytics as a tool. And But at the end of the day, as you mentioned, people will ask you, why did you do that? And you better have a pretty good answer, and analytics kind of supports a lot of the answers that you, you may give, but you also have to have a feel for the game. And I, and I see a lot of guys who missed that boat. One more thing before we say goodbye here, Klaibs. Uh Howie Rose, who is the Mets play-by-play announcer, he sort of set Twitter off for a momentarily 
because he said, um, hearing there could be Otani news today. Then he said, wait a minute, may not come today. That might might have been premature. But people clearly want to know where he's going to go, where Otani will end up. What do you think? Um, I don't have any idea. Uh, and the reason why I say that, because you hear – well, he'd never play on the East Coast because the games would come on at 8 o'clock in the morning in Japan. They say, well, he wouldn't play in the Midwest because the weather's too iffy. They say, well, he couldn't play in Seattle because he doesn't want to play in the shadow of Ichiro. So that limits them to the Angels, the Dodgers, the Padres. Now the Padres, they lost their owner recently. So maybe financially their situation might change. The Dodgers are always in the hunt like the Yankees are. So, you know, I I don't know. And I don't think most people, I would say 99% of the people who, who come up with these rumors, they don't know either. I think we just have to sit back and see how this thing is going to work. Uh, He's going to make a lot of money somewhere, but I, I also wonder when you go to these teams you better make sure there's some other good players around you. Now, he had some good players in, in, in Los Angeles, but they were always hurt. So if you go to the Mets, you look at them, and they've, they've got some issues elsewhere, new manager as well. So I'm just not sure. Um, but there's a lot of argument on why he can go here and there, but I'm going to wait like everybody else to see what happens. Klaibs will talk to you next week. All right, you guys have a great week. And uh, now, are you guys going shopping today, or how's that going to work? Oh, hell no. Come on, man. Good for you. I don't <laughs> feel like getting in no fights today. No, man, you're a lover, not a fighter. That, hey, that's exactly <laughs> right. That is exactly right. Thank you for, for noticing. Well, it's worth getting around about you. That's, that's the Hey, issue, man. So. Hey, man. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. I'm going to pick a fight. I'm not, right, man. No. I'm not finding anybody. Not today. You have a really good weekend. You too. Mike Claiborne, my guy. We'll see you next week, next Friday. Uh, I can't believe it's Friday. It doesn't even feel like Friday, but it no, is Black it Friday. I got Brad Young in with me. Amy's on vacation for the 57th time this season. Wow. This year. This season. What are we playing? Baseball? <laughs> this season. Brad Young, Chris Ranji uh, on KMOX. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app.